Hello. How's it going, everyone? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. If you're a hot dog, what kind of toppings would you have on you? This week, we're going to have Scottathan Staten, a.k.a. Scotty Stats, give you his hot dog of the week. Oh, man, I'm kind of feeling like shit, so I might as well pick something <laughs> that is also kind of shit. I like to call this the Fat Boy Cereal. You take a whole bunch of those little Smokies, you dump them in a bowl. You pour a whole bunch of barbecue sauce on top like it's the milk over cereal. Maybe sprinkle a little cheese on there if you're feeling extra shitty. And <laughs> you just dig into that with a big old spoon and a whole bunch of tears. Back to you. <laughs> Tell you what. Back in my early college days in my 20s, <laughs> I don't think I would ever feel bad about that. I think I would just open up my fridge and try to find anything that was edible. Well, I'm not eating out of the same bowl as Scott now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound good. <laughs> <laughs> That's that little smoky getting stuck in the back of the right. <laughs> I got two or three lodged in my aorta. <laughs> What's the prime time of day to consume something like that? Oh. Uh, I'm pretty sure you eat that multiple times throughout the day. Okay. And then you uh, curl up into a fetal position and yeah. uh, weep about it for a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Welcome to Half the Distance, the podcast. We are here to bring you our weekly picks and also to talk about the noteworthy items from this past week and things that we find interesting. As always, I am Matty Fax, Scotty Stats, Brian the Professor, and the great Scott Hunter himself, Pepe Lepidusea. Uh Start off this week. Uh, after last week, I think it's worth asking, uh, based on the record so far and the way that they have played in their games, do we consider the Eagles the top NFC team and the Chiefs the top AFC team at this point in the season? Eagles, absolutely top NFC team. Absolutely, hands down. They're surprising us week after week. They're getting better and better. So, between Minnesota and Green Bay, is any one of them playing at championship caliber? No, no. Green Bay's been getting some wins out, and Minnesota's been getting some wins out, but it hasn't been the prettiest. The NFC South, what the fuck? Come on. And the NFC West, that should be so much better. They are... The 2-2 the two, two clan? <laughs> Aren't they all 2-2? Two two? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> it makes no sense. So, it so, doesn't, yeah. And then in Philadelphia, even if everyone else wasn't a mess, they're playing like absolute monsters. Yep. Absolutely. And they were losing that last game, and they showed, oh, we can have poise and confidence and come back and romp on you, mm-hmm. which is important to know early in the season. So yep. To know that them. you can fall behind and dig yourselves out of that hole. Yep. That's a big, big thing. The AFC, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, real fast, the Eagles. Also, it's I'm sorry, they're the only undefeated team. They've played everyone that they've mm-hmm. gone mm-hmm. up against so mm-hmm. far. They're the yeah. last undefeated team in the NFL. So I don't, until they lose, I think you have to give them that credit. That, that was really insightful, Matt, that you said that they played everyone they went up against. <laughs> Very I'm important, sorry. and I'm so glad they you They beat that up. every team they played. Sometimes when you're running on four hours sleep, mm-hmm. your whole brain gets a little mixed up. However, we do need to talk about the AFC. Um I realize the Chiefs lost to the Colts, which, that's a bad loss. Yeah. Especially when you look at the Colts' season thus far. But the Colts have all the parts and pieces when put together. So if you have an off day and, and Colts have a good day, it's there to cause problems. But that is definitely a slip. Um, but really, like, the, the Bills are everyone else. They've been playing great. Yeah, they, they just slipped a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The Dolphins? They lost last week, but that Tua injury, that's big. Their defense plays really hard. They've got a lot of playmakers. There is a, there at least an argument to be made when Tua is healthy. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see how they do 
with Teddy Bridgewater starting at quarterback for them. Bridgewater has, through most of his career, been pretty averse to throwing the ball downfield, but with those wideouts, yep. maybe he finally says, fuck it. He still has the arm. You don't need that much accuracy with those guys downfield. No, so. and they can turn those short passes actually into huge gains with their right. speed and quickness. Yep. So I, possibly they could be up there, but I think oh, the Chiefs look so dominant against the Buccaneers on Sunday. They did. The Buccaneers aren't the best team. No, but their defense has been quite good this year, even when their offense has been slipping. Yep. Uh, I will say the their offense looked like it was if if we're not throwing it to Mike Evans, we're, we have issues. So, I'm still going Bills, and it's probably an emotional thing just because where we live. I'm saying I, Bills. You know? Yeah, I definitely don't count them out. I'm, I I wouldn't put them <coughs> below anyone here. Same as the Chiefs, though. I, I you know, I don't. I, are they not competing for? For the uh, AFC Championship at this point in my mind, yes. Just real quick on the Chiefs, how many times did you see Mahomes the other night be like, and you go, what the fuck, but in a good way? Like, how did you just pull that out of his ass? Like, <laughs> oh, you mean like the little one down near the yeah. goal line where he like yeah. did a spin move and then basically did like a finger roll a la yeah. George the Iceman. Just a little bourbon, oh, to, a little to, to Edward Taylor. Yeah. 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 That play was, I remember, it's like Brian and I on the show were like, Trying to keep up, like, at that point, though, I think both of us, our draws just dropped at what we just witnessed. Like, it's a great play. What? what the hell just happened? <laughs> Such a fantastic play. So, yes, Mahomes, but that's what he does. Like, when a play starts to break down, he can create and he can get the ball to his playmakers. And at this point, uh, yes, Josh Allen's up there, but Mahomes is... He's at the top of his game right now. Josh Allen's ability to run the ball and be physical... Is greater than, but Mahomes' ability to be, to be completely creative with with arm angles, and see things that no one else is looking yeah. at is greater than. Super adaptive, right? Yeah. So, even. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, Mahomes doing that kind of reminds me of like when you're in basketball watching a great point guard who mm-hmm. can just doesn't necessarily have to do it on himself. He can create enough space and right. see right. all the angles to get the ball exactly where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. It's like watching AI. I think that's pretty fair. It yeah. actually is yeah. pretty fair. Yeah. Although I don't think Mahomes is averse to practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go from there into what we're going to... I mean, this could either be considered the most surprising team to be 2-2 two and two or the most disappointing team to be 2-2, two and two, depending on your outlook. It's a mixture, yeah. Um, but of the 2-2 two and two teams, Jets, Browns, Ravens, Jags, Titans, Chargers, Broncos, Bears, Bucks, Falcons, 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, Cards... We're going to talk just surprising, like, oh, my God, how they pull that off. Uh, I would put the Falcons and Bears up there, but I also see both of those teams having a pretty uh, pretty soon-to-come decline in their record. The Bears are funny, though, because their wins and losses, and I guess maybe they weren't backwards necessarily, but, like, their win over San Francisco was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um Lost to the Giants. Uh, that that was a tough game to call, so I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, it was um, weird. Their passing offense finally started to look better. But their defense is just, just like, ah, we don't know how to stop a bootleg. What the fuck, guys? Yeah. Is that a brand new play? I've never seen such a thing. Wait a minute. Did, did Saquon just start a quarterback? What are we going to do? Yeah. Well, that's the only thing. Daniel Jones out. Tyrod Taylor out. Now Saquon's taking snaps at quarterback, and we still can't slow their offense. And I was like, we have a top ten defense. <laughs> On paper, mm-hmm. yep, yep. what is going on here? But, hey, look, I'll give credit to the Giants. They they found a way to win that game. Yep. Dayball's got that team 
ready to play. And Saquon, uh, he appears to be completely yeah. back from that knee injury yeah. a couple years Which ago. Is nice to see. Dable yeah. just scribbling on that little whiteboard, looking at Saquon, being like, just do this. <laughs> and he's like, all right, coach. They actually looked really excited about that, too. Like, it was fun for them to be like, oh, we're just drawing up plays like back in, like we used to as kids in the dirt, <laughs> it, you know? It's kind of like, we lost our two QBs. If we lose this game, we lost two QBs, you know? Pressure's kind of off the offense right, at that point. Like, right, let's just right. go out there and play. Yeah. 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 So that was fun to watch. Uh, as far as, like... Jets are a surprising good team. Well, actually, the Jags also. I will give the Jags credit there, too. I did not expect... They played very well against the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. They lost, but they played hard. They played well. Uh, so, so the Titans, they don't surprise me because that's what they do. It seems like they're so up and down. They're, the they're following there. suit. They got a QB that we, you know... That is so uh, middle of the pack, and he, you know, they just he doesn't. No one rises to the occasion unless you're riding on King Henry's back. So that doesn't surprise me. They're two and two, but the Chargers, the Broncos, what and all the fucks. Yep. Like, I, you know. And they're only two and two because the Raiders are one and three. <laughs> right. It's a, it, it's a surprise to me, and and maybe had I really spent more time looking at the schedule, and said, yeah, I guess it's. It's possible, you know, like the Chargers lost to the Jaguars. Yeah. What? You know, but the, you know, the Raiders, like, that could have been a coin flip for me, sure. The Chiefs, uh, you know, would have, to me, I, at the beginning of the season, I would have said coin flip. They lost to the Chiefs. They lose to the Jags. But then the Jags have been, like, they're one of our yeah, surprises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then a win over the Texans, obviously. Obviously. Um, <laughs> and then, but the same thing, Broncos. Like, you look at this and you're like, oh, so you beat the Texans and the 49ers. Okay, Sure. The Raiders, well, beginning of the season, would I would have said coin flip. They lost them, but they lost to the Seahawks. Yeah. What, again, you yeah. know, like, what are we talking here? And as far as the Seahawks go, oh yeah, they have played far yeah. better than oh, I thought Oh, and their two wins are Geno Smith amazing. Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting little two and two teams there. I think we should also discuss the uh, more surprising one and three teams. Now, the, the Saints and the Panthers... Saints, I would have expected to have a little better record, but the the injury to Jameis Winston, the fractures in the back, that that's going to hold them back. The Panthers, that team's not good. No. It's just not. Matt Rule, I am going to go out on a little bit of a limb here, and, and it's not very much of a limb. I think Matt Rule will be the first head coach fired this season. Uh, that team has been listless for the last since last year. It's been pretty bad. Uh, the Commies... They're just not a very good team yeah. either. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers, not much of an offensive line. Mitch Trubisky wasn't able to do much. They've gone to Kenny Pickett now. So I'm not hugely surprised by that. The Pats the, the and the Raiders do surprise me. The Lions really surprise me, though, given the fact that their offense is putting up huge points. It's insane. They, they can't catch a break. But, but really, the Lions are doing exactly what we expect from them. You talk about how good their offense is. They lost to the Eagles that were already – convinced is is top of their conference mm-hmm. um 38 to 35 yep That's right? a good shootout. they got a win yeah. over the over the commies fair enough then the vikings three and one team they lost 28 to 24 yep. and then the seahawks that right now have got a, you know well they got some they got some great wide receivers we know that and then they're just clicking oh they lose 48 to 45 so to, are we surprised that they're that they're one and three no, because they're the Lions. Are we surprised that they're almost fucking there again? Yeah, they're yeah. that close to four and zero. No, like, Jesus, you know. <laughs> Is it frustrating that they're that way because you're watching their offense going? 
right. they're really, really good, but their yep. defense just no, you know, and they're, their offense through is doing end. enough. It's just like we've yeah. done our job. The rest of the team do your job. So, yeah, I mean their offensive line is playing great. It doesn't seem to matter who's in at running back; they produce for yep. them. Uh, but at the same time, <clears throat> it doesn't seem to matter who's at running back against them because they produce as well. Yep. Yep. So, uh, pretty <laughs> fascinating study in contrast there. Given like you know the Cowboys, they're averaging like what seven, just shy of eighteen points a game. They're three and one. Their defense. Top three in the NFL. Yep, fantastic. Micah defense. Parsons on the short list for mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year at this Already. point. Already, yeah, definitely. He's my, I think he's probably top on that list, to be quite honest. Um, but you look at how they're winning. They're they're scoring just enough to do it, and their defense is definitely taking care of them. But the Lions, averaging 35 a game, and it's the complete opposite. They have the 31st-ranked defense in the NFL. Only the Falcons, or I'm sorry, the, the Falcons. The Cardinals are worse. Another bird team. Um, so it's just... It's just a contrast, and yeah, you have offense, but we can actually slow the other team down. Yep. And you know when you have those games where you just you cannot trust your defense to get a stop. Yep. If if they had a middling defense, Mm -hmm. if their defense was top twenty at least, like twentieth, they might be three and one. They might be four and zero. Yep. They need a little defense. You don't have to have the best defense. You can't have nearly the worst defense. Kansas City played that for how long? Yeah. You know. We'll let our defense just be fine. Because Mahomes can put up 55 points And then our offense is just going to be yeah. insane. So. <laughs> um, on that same note, because I, I'd like to touch on this a bit, uh, the Rams, they looked bad Monday night. Their offensive line is in shambles. Yeah. It looks like Matt Stafford is basically snapping, getting the ball, and if he has a few minutes, he's throwing to Cooper Cup, or a few minutes, a few seconds. <laughs> if he doesn't, he's throwing it to Tyler Higby, and it's like no one else exists on that offense. They yep. can't run the ball. Cam, less than average, acres, oh. Oh. and, and Daryl Horribleson are just <laughs> not being able to produce. Now, granted, if you don't have any openings because your offensive line is terrible, you're not going to be able to do much anyway. Uh, but Stafford's having to get rid of the ball fast mm-hmm. and he's gonna have to keep playing against offense or defenses that are now knowing bring pressure because their often their offensive line can't slow it down yep so, yeah, they got dallas coming up this week Oof. not often you talk about a super Oof. bowl hangover for the super bowl winner but yeah. is that what we're seeing i it looks like it i you know so buffalo fine fair enough and and uh we were a little concerned about you know how how close that was going to be you know buffalo blew them <laughs> out okay great buffalo looked great but i didn't feel like the rams Look bad, you know. Great, you beat Atlanta, kind of. You mm-hmm. you, you got the W, but you know. Okay, Although a lot of that, a lot of that was was them playing, you know, Atlanta <laughs> playing catch up near the end. But still, Arizona they look like trash, and then they're continuing that trend. Like, it's just it's wild. It's wild. I'll agree. I wouldn't say they're done. I don't see a Super Bowl run in their future this year. I don't either. Like, that'd be a huge turnaround. At this point, it looks like the, the 49ers are starting to get back a little bit to their mojo. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looked far better in this game yeah. than he did against the Broncos. Well, I think they just, you know, the, the entire coaching staff and Niners said, like, look, you guys lost the fucking Bears. You lost the fucking Broncos. Do you want this to be your legacy for this season? They're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 not those two teams, no. You right? <laughs> uh, exactly. And, you know, it's, it's not going to get a whole lot easier for the Rams. They played Dallas, then they, I mean, they have... We'll call it two bye weeks because they're playing Carolina and then do have their bye week. <laughs> but then San Francisco again, Tampa Bay with a good defense that could definitely get after the pass rusher. Arizona, it'll be an interesting one because if J.J. Watt's playing, yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to have those offensive line problems all over again. Then you go New Orleans, top defense. K- 
Kansas City was able to shut slow down the Tampa Bay offense yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. Especially that's another one with a bad offensive line. Um, Vegas, uh, Max Crosby, he can bring the heat too. Yeah, he'll beat you with just plus, five field goals. Plus uh, Chandler Jones. <laughs> yep. Uh, then you got Green Bay. Well, good luck. Denver after that. Then the Chargers, who still, even with Bosa out, and he might be back by then, you still have Khalil Mack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they close with Seattle, who's been surprisingly good. Like, I don't see a lot of wins <coughs> on that schedule if they can't fix this offensive line issue that they're having. Yep, not the way they've been playing. Yeah. No. it's It could get real bad real fast for the Rams. Uh, and they don't, also don't have a whole lot of draft capital because they've been trading away so much of it. <laughs> For these other players in previous seasons, so we have the team we need for a Super Bowl. So that's all we need. Yeah, right. Right. It's all of a sudden it's not working anymore. Yeah, uh, just getting kind of ugly there. Uh, <coughs> a happy note. Why not have a happy note? It's so rare. <laughs> yes, Brian Robinson, third round draft pick. He's a rookie this year for the Washington Commanders. Uh, was shot in the leg twice in the preseason on an attempted carjacking on a Sunday evening. About six thirty in the in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not typical carjacking time of day. No, yeah. no. Uh, back at practice. Whatever rookie. Yeah. Somebody yeah. in this room may have drafted him. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a bad pick. I mean, you yeah. didn't know he was going to get shot. Yeah. Um, but he's back at practice this week. Uh, he's eligible to come off what they call the NFI, the non-football injury list. Uh, it means they have three weeks now to give him time of practice and get him back up to speed. They can basically take him off that at any point and bring him back to their active roster. Um, from a fantasy standpoint, J.D. McKissick will still get a lot of the um, passing down work, but Robinson... After a few games he gets to play, that might start to spread open. It really yeah. might. Uh, it's going to be another running back by committee, but I'm just glad to see the kid's okay and we're going to give, finally be able to see him on the field. Yep. He looked really good in the preseason. Yep. Uh all right, well... Back to bad news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get into this a little more uh, as we go into the picks, but Jonathan Taylor out this week. The Colts are one of the maddening teams in the NFL this year. Like It looks like they have the pieces in place to be good. Their offensive line, we've always thought, great run blockers. Yep. Last week he had 20 carries for 42 yards. That is, it's the top... Offensive player, possibly from last season, averaging two yards a carry? Well, those are great stats if you're the touchdown bus. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. If all your carries can only right. be two right. yards mm-hmm. and you're right. just punching the end zone every yeah. time. Yeah. Those are good Jerome Bettis numbers there, you know? For Jonathan Taylor, no, that's garbage. Garbage. Ugh. And, you know, Matt Ryan, I want to say maybe wash, but at the same time, like, if... If, if Michael Pittman is the only real wide receiver, that because none of those other guys have stepped up. They all looked nope. like they could be decent yeah. this year going in. And, and the spot's there, just waiting for someone to fill it. Yes. Know? like They need another option at wideout to throw the ball to because you can't just hyper-target one guy that yep. has mm-hmm. not yep. even been an all-pro or even on a Pro Bowl team. But when you have a, a good O-line, you have what is arguably the best running back in the game and you have a really smart seasoned quarterback who appears to physically still be able to do what he used to do, mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect them to be the worst offense in the NFL. Right. That doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah, somehow they're averaging less points a game than the Bears? 
Or, or the Broncos. Yeah, both of these teams have had a lot of offensive struggles already this right. year. They're 30 and 31st in the league, but well, still, you know. Still better. <laughs> so, we'll get more to that yeah. in the picks. Well, like last week, if the Seahawks would have scored, what, two more touchdowns, they would have surpassed the Colts' point totals for the season. Mm. <laughs> Boy, that's a sad stat right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, non-football related, but I felt we should just touch on it just because it was pretty cool to see, especially living up here with so many Yankees fans, mm-hmm. which I realized <laughs> the Yankees are kind of <laughs> like the Cowboys and the Patriots and that. Their fans aren't as annoying as Cowboy fans. I'll give them oh, that Oh, I don't know, man. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but it feels oh. like during baseball season, those Yankees fans can really get on your nerves. Well, it's not the real fans, kind of like the Cowboys. It's the people that buy the merch when they're doing really, really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. They're the yeah. annoying motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> but you're right. Shout out to Aaron Judge. Yeah. 62 home runs. Uh, that that tops Babe Ruth and Roger Marist. Uh, whether you want it, you know, I, I get American League record is, is kind of a weird thing to call out because... Take out the drugs. You know, <laughs> and you want to talk about the clean... Forget all those things because the reality is... He's in. He's now in rarefied air. He, more home runs than Babe Ruth and Roger Maris at their best. That is rarefied air, and that is a huge, huge accomplishment. Yes, are there are there bigger sluggers above? Uh huh. Yep. And he's also he's also uh, tied right now for top RBIs and number five in in batting average. So it's not just that he's driving in a million fucking miles away. Yeah. You know, like you look at like Babe Ruth, for example, yeah. with a horrible batting average. Right. Home run champ. Right. Aaron Judge, now the home right. run champ with a good batting average. That makes yeah. a difference. And, yeah. and RBI. So yeah. he's, he's he's playing smart ball and then putting the ball, you know, he's single handedly putting the Yankees in the postseason. Yeah. That, that, as, as hot as they started and then they fell right off and he just started crushing like, the Like, no, we're coming back, guys. We're coming back. Yeah. And even better, he bet on himself. He turned down a monster contract and said, I can get more. And then he proceeded to have a historic year. Fuck yeah. yes. Good on you, Judge. And he will get more. Oh, yes, yeah. he will. Like, the Yankees are sitting there, and they are a team that's not afraid to spend. But Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. They are probably sitting there just lo- looking at the, at the screen every time and going, that costs us another $5 million. Yeah. And, I and mean, every other team is going to go, I'm going to throw a lot on the table so the Yankees have to go more. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it has been kind of a fun thing. Like again, I'm not a big baseball fan, but the Pujols chase for 700 yeah. home runs it's for his been career. A good season. Aaron Judge yeah. going to break the. It's not just the Yankees record; it's the AL record for yeah. home runs in a yeah. season. Yeah. Very cool to watch. Mm-hmm. And it is. I don't want to harp too much on steroid use because we're the, the majority of this show is about a sport where people get busted for performance enhancing <laughs> drugs all the time. Um, but it's nice to see someone who just, I mean, he's naturally a gigantic dude. Yeah, yeah. But he also doesn't look like, you know, Barry Bonds, whose hat size appeared to go up five times mm-hmm. when he got to the, mm-hmm. the MLB. Or Mark McGuire, who was so just... Like, that's a completely different body in one offseason. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's kind of, it is it is cool to see. And it, it, made, it made the end of the baseball season... In, Something interesting, even for yeah. me as a very yeah. casual fan of baseball. Yeah. I'm looking very forward to my Astros beating the Yankees in the playoffs this year. So, yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> All right. That's, that's the kryptonite for the Yankees. What? Trash cans? Trash cans. Fuck, <laughs> 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 I'm trying to get it before you. <laughs> hey! I was, was going to say the Astros bullpen, but yeah, sure. Sure. 
All right. Well, you know what? Let's get into our picks for the week. Starting it off, the same Colts team we were just discussing. No Jonathan Taylor. Uh, going to Denver to take on the Broncos. The Broncos will also be without Javante Williams. Suffered a pretty awful knee injury yeah. last week. He will be out. At least for th- three, four weeks, at least. Uh, Are they saying season? He's out for the season. Oh. I believe LC- ACL and LCL. Oh, so that's what we were talking about. Well, they picked up half that conversation. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you know, they, 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 they've got a little bit more running back depth, but they better not throw to that guy Boone in the last two minutes again, considering he dropped two just right crushing yep. catches yep. that could have helped them to try to win that game against the Raiders. And, like, it seemed like Wilson was finally getting back into a good, accurate groove. And it didn't matter. <laughs> well, he was the leading yeah. rusher for them in that game, too. Like, Melvin Gordon didn't do much other than he had a rush for a fumble. Melvin Gordon was a great passer in that game to the other team. <laughs> yeah, <no>. It was. <laughs> that fumble just was beautiful and right into another guy who was like, hey, sure, I'll take this and return it for yeah, a touchdown. Yards later. Difference yeah. in the game. Thanks, man. Um, I do see this as a continuation of the Denver offense getting right. Uh, Indianapolis's defense has looked terrible this year. Other than against the Chiefs, but that seems to be more the outlier than the actual yeah. fact at this point. Yeah. They're still trying to figure out how the fuck that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Denver's way more complete. I got Denver. Uh, you know, uh, anything can happen, obviously, but Denver is working through some early season woes where Indianapolis is all over the fucking map. And if Melvin Gordon is healthy, because they said he had a bit of a neck injury last week mm. also, if he's healthy and can play, I. I Against that Indianapolis defense, the way they've played so far, I could see him having a good, a, game. A good game. Yeah, yeah. And, and Russ is starting to have a little bit more connection with his wide receivers. KJ Hamlin finally, or Hamler, Hamler finally yeah, had yeah. A, a a game where he showed up. He's <coughs> still recovering from a knee injury from the previous yeah. year. Judy's still getting healthier, so he should be full, hopefully, full on ready to go. And Sutton is, yeah, he's good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I, I I see Denver winning this. I don't. You know, it's one of those Thursday games where you, you kind of feel like I don't understand why they play Thursday games because they just don't have time to rest or recover or really plan. So because of that, I see Denver winning this pretty handily. I'd say by about 10 points. Yeah, I'd say like 23 to 10 Denver. Yeah. Probably a fun game to watch, but I'll take the win. Relative snooze fest, but yeah, Denver like 2010 Thursday night game. Yeah, par mm-hmm. for the course. Sure. Uh, first game on Sunday is going to be the Giants and the Packers traveling across the pond, go to London. Uh, if you do play fantasy football, don't forget to uh, wake <laughs> up a little early and make sure that any inactives are uh, out of your lineup, especially if you're on the West Coast, where this will be a 6.30 in the morning kickoff for you to try to catch. Um, yes, yeah, so, so leave the bar really drunk Saturday night and yeah. change your lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and just pray by the time you wake up Sunday morning, you didn't screw it all up. <laughs> um, Giants, surprising 3-1. and one. Most definitely. Uh, Green Bay this week, Aaron Rodgers even said after their win, like, the, the continuing to try to win in this fashion is not sustainable. Yeah. Those wide receivers, they need to have someone step up. Oh, I thought he meant with him as quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I tell you what, you take him out of their quarterback and throw in Jordan Love and... I think they'll be handing the ball off about 45 mm. times a game. I think it matters that the receivers don't like him. I think that matters a lot. When you don't have a good relationship with your receiving core, I, don't I think, think that affects the on-the-field play. But, yeah, I mean, 
I think Romeo Dobbs has stepped up as a rookie. I think he has actually shown flashes of being pretty good. Um, I, I still think Alan Lazard is capable of doing a big watch. He's a big-bodied receiver. At least near the goal line, he yeah, should be. He should be. He should be a red should zone be. threat for them. Right. And you still have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. But we're also talking about them playing the Giants. And uh, at home, I guess, I don't think that it really matters that <laughs> the pack is at home. But, hey, it's still a thing. Uh, you know, the Giants that, assuming Daniel Jones can heal up, he can start, or assuming that even Tyrod Taylor is allowed to be cleared after a concussion. Um, I mean, what what do the Giants have to offer over yeah. Green Bay right now? Oh, I'm shitting on the, you know? on the Packers, but I'm, I'm saying yeah, Green Bay yeah, for it, sure. It's, it's <laughs> right. So uh, this would be a good opportunity for Green Bay to really get the ball downfield and, you know, get some of that. I guess if you, if you hate Aaron Rodgers or you hate Aaron Rodgers, you're not, he's not doing anything to fix that relationship, you know. I'm sure at this point he's he's too old and like, I'm sorry, I don't care about you. You know, you're, you're going to be one in two years of my life, you know. Where Lazard, I'm sure he's got a decent, you know, rapport with. I'm hoping, I don't know, but, you know, give it to fucking Quadzilla, A.J. Dillon out there and he can, you know. Yeah, yeah just run it. Run the ball. Run it, run it. yeah. yeah. And if, to be honest, at this point, they, they could put Aaron Jones in the slot. That'd yeah. probably be pretty yeah. effective also. Um, but, yeah, I see Green Bay winning this one also pretty handily. 10-13 um, to 13 point victory. Going Green Bay as well, but just on a quick note, I do think Brian Dable's doing a great job mm-hmm. for the Giants. Sure, absolutely. Just, yeah. So. Yep. But, yes, I'm also picking Green Bay. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh travels to Buffalo. Uh, Kenny Pittsburgh at quarterback? Ah, it's a bad joke. But Pickett is now the starting quarterback for Pittsburgh. It, it, what a man! Like he, to get dropped in after being told that he was going to sit for the season, <laughs> to then get dropped in to a, a a game where what did he do? He did. He was ten of thirteen. But he, he had, three interceptions. His three incompletions were interceptions. Now two of them, I'm not going to really put a whole lot of blame on him. One was a hail mary at the end of the game. Another one was off the hands of Chase Claypool and into the defender's hands. So, like, not exactly his right. fault. Yeah. He also had two rushing but, touchdowns. But he did have two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. So it was a uh, give it to Najee Harris. My right. fantasy team is imploring you. Yeah. <laughs> he just a, a hell of a hectic start, um, <clears throat> and it's kind of like, can I get a solid week where my head is, you know, QB one mentality, <laughs> right? And then and then who do we have to play? Fucking Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, God. Are you saying Von Miller is going to be able to handily beat Pittsburgh's offensive line to get some pressure? That is definitely what I'm saying. I, I, think, I think Von Miller's not even going to like go into a defensive stand. He's just going to stand the whole time just staring at Pickett. And just staring at him. It's it's going to be like the Terry Tate office linebacker. linebacker. NHL cake, that's Simone's cake. <laughs> it's, I, I, feel, I feel bad. Like, here, here you are. And... and this is still a close enough, you know, cities are close enough that I imagine there's still that, that you know, rivalry for, you know, yeah. that aspect of it. But, man, I feel bad. I think I think Bills run train, you know, easily yeah. two-plus scores on them. Yeah, I'm saying Josh Allen throws three and runs for two. Ugh, Easy. Yeah, right. I could see that happening for sure. It, it's too bad for, for Kenny Pickett because he does have some weapons to throw the ball to. And, like, Najee Harris is a good running back. He is. Uh, Pat Farmuth, good young tight end. They've got Deontay at uh, wide receiver. They've got uh, George Pickens, the rookie wide receiver. They've got Chase Claypool. Like you would think yeah. on paper, like wow, it looks like he's got a lot of, lot of places to get rid of the ball to. 
Unfortunately, the offensive line, Yeah. I don't see them being able to slow down that pass rush. No. Uh, I think he's no. going to be running for his life for most yeah. of that game. Well, he's much more mobile than Mitch, so he's got that going for him. He's actually not. You don't think so? Mitch is actually a very mobile quarterback, but he has no feel for the game. No feel for pocket awareness. Still I, guess, wait. I guess being mobile and still getting sacked from behind for a 30-yard loss is a bad thing. It is. <laughs> it's a really bad thing. Feeling what's in your pocket is a little different than a feel for the pocket. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see Buffalo. Well, I don't like to say this very often, but I'd say hmm, we'll go with 35 to 10. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. I was going to say 35-7, but also if you've never seen Terry Tate office linebacker, check it out. <laughs> you know you needed a cover sheet. Yeah, one of the, the best uh, Super, t- Super Bowl commercials I've ever watched, for sure. If you kill the Joe, you make Thanks some mo. <laughs> <laughs> They're on YouTube, folks. Go look them up. Yeah, uh, Adidas commercials. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, we then have the Chargers traveling to Cleveland. <clears throat> Chargers, move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, disagree. <laughs> really? Really? I disagree. Oh, wow. I disagree. I think right now the Chargers are really weak on the, uh, the pass rush, and that is all they've got going for them right now. I think the Browns' defense is good, and it's going to be a bit of a problem. Um, and then if if the Browns can just run the ball, give it to fucking Chubb, I think they can make a game of it. I think it'll be real close. I think the Browns are going to pull a real Ooh. upset by, by, you know, in the three-point range. But I think it's like we're talking like a 27-24 kind of game. I hope that's the case. For my fantasy team. And right. my I think the Browns, because the Browns get up early, you know, and then they're able just to keep picking away and staying just a little bit ahead. Yeah. Yeah, they get up a couple of scores and just ground pound with Chubb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God, that was oh. a bad comment. Oh. You, look, I, you, look, you look at me right in the yeah. eyes when you said it, too. <laughs> I am so glad I was here to, I to witness that. <laughs> um, I, I do agree. They should be handing the ball off to Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb throughout this game and trying to not have Jacoby Brissett be who they have to lean on for the win. Yeah. I think the problem there, though, is the Chargers. If Keenan Allen can come back and yeah. play, that's yeah. that's really uh, the key thing here is can he come back from that hamstring injury? If he can, I think it really opens up the rest of the passing offense uh, for Herbert. And uh, Austin Eckler finally had a good game last week. So Yeah, true. true. And Cleveland, if Miles Garrett isn't playing again, their pass rush is anemic at best. Yeah. So I actually do see the Chargers winning this one. Uh, I, I would say, twenty-one to thirteen. I think it's to be closer than you think, but I'm going with the Chargers as well. Maybe twenty-one uh, seventeen. I hope we're wrong and Scott's right. I really do for lots of reasons, but that's fair. Uh, Chicago and their struggling offense go to Minnesota, who finally started seem to start to figure out what they need to do on offense to get everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not feeling good about this game for no, my Bears. Minnesota's I, got a practice game against Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Chicago cannot pass block to save their lives. We lost our left uh, guard, Cody Whitehair, for an extended amount of time last week. Um, he was one of their – he's probably their best offensive lineman. Not that that's saying a whole lot with that offensive line. Um, but this is – they 
I don't even think I you can actually make a judgment on Justin Fields this year because their top wide receiver is probably a number three wide out on most teams. Their number two wide receiver is probably a number five wide out on most teams. They have the worst pass blocking line in football. This is a recipe for absolute disaster the <coughs> rest of the season. Next year they got a hundred million in cap space and who knows what can happen. You, but you that's mean, next year. We're talking about this week. You mean you mean they're like the Bengals? Yep, but we didn't spend $40 million yeah. in the offseason trying to upgrade our <laughs> offensive line. We'll be doing that next year, and we'll see if they can actually do it the right way. Yep. Um, but for this year, for this week, I think Minnesota wrecks shop, and it's going to be a very yep. long day for me trying to somehow not break down in tears watching my Bears play. Yeah, I'm thinking like 35-9. It's, yeah, it's going to be And the ugly. Bears 9 are off field goals. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to get a safety. Oh yeah, it's. I could see them missing an extra point after a touchdown with no time left. That's meaningless. Mm. Just that 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 icing on the cake of how shitty we were today. You know, (laughs) I can see it. Right, but but it'll be off the upright. (laughs) And the crossbar, and maybe the other upright, so we can get a a triple triple doink. (laughs) (laughs) So I can have one more thing to live in infamy when thinking about my team. Yay! In a game that I think could be kind of interesting, though I have no idea who starts at quarterback for the Patriots, Detroit does travel to New England. New England played really well against the Packers last week, even when Brian Hoyer left the game and Bailey Zappi, fourth-round draft Bailey Zappi. He was fun to watch, too. He was fun to watch. <laughs> yes. he. They had him ready to play in case he had to. He was... He was ready. He was prepared. Yeah. And you can't even say, like, well, they were ready for a guy like Brian Hoyer who's completely mobile and athletic, and no, he's not. No, he's not. It's Brian fucking Hoyer. Yeah, like, and that defense, we were watching that game. They made Aaron Rodgers, at least for the first half, look extraordinarily pedestrian. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. he picked it up in the mm-hmm. second half. I, I'm not taking anything away from him. They won that game because he was able to get that offense going. Yep. Uh, and honestly, the game wouldn't have been as close if not for the pick six he threw, which was the first one I've seen him throw in so long. I don't even remember when the yeah, last one rare. was. Um, I uh, didn't he throw the, one earlier this season? A pick six, an interception. Yeah, yes, interception. I don't know he about a pick an six. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I want to say he's only had like three his entire career oh, really? or something like that. Oh, yeah, something insane. Now, if you have New England's running backs from Andre Stevenson and Damian Harris on your fantasy team, I would say start them oh, with fuck. no worry. If this you have week. any offensive player on New England, start him against Detroit. Yes, but can they actually keep up with this Detroit offense? Mm-hmm. I honestly think this is a game that Detroit can win. I truly do. I think yep. it'll be close, but I think this is finally one of those single-score games that they come out They're on. They're defensive like, garbage, but they can put up enough points against the Pats. Right. Like yeah. De- Detroit, like, 37 to, to 35. Yeah, like, something like that. I would yeah. love it. Yeah. I would love to see another <laughs> yeah. one of those games with yeah. that much scoring. That'd be fantastic. And, yeah, I, I do see Detroit. And, yeah, I would say three- to four-point victory in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying Detroit as well. Yeah, Didn't write a score, but I, I wrote, Lions finally won a close one. So. <laughs> nice. Well, they did win a close one against the commies earlier. Yeah, yeah. But. And that was the one game that they should have won. <coughs> they should have been, yeah, yeah. right. It's... Yes. Um, Seahawks, travels of New Orleans. Um, Seahawks, definitely a surprising team. Uh, yeah. Rashad yeah. Penny, again, it was against the Lions last week, but he is producing at running back again. And when he's healthy, I mean, when he was a first-round draft pick, he was very good coming out of college. Yep, he was injured yep. a lot for mm-hmm. the first three or four years. He's finally staying a little healthy. 
Um, New Orleans, their defense is still playing hard. They, I don't know. At this point, I think the Red Rifle will still be a quarterback yep, for yep. them. Um, Who did okay. Yep, and if Kamara can come back and play, Seattle can't, is very susceptible for deep balls, which means Chris Olave could have a heck of a game oh, here. He's fun to watch. He oh, really is. Man. Such a good rookie. Um, and oddly enough, do you remember a couple years ago when we were watching the Sunday night game and uh, Lamar Jackson left the game? Yeah. And he came yeah, back, and yeah. it turns out he had the bubble guts. Oh, yeah, And he yeah. denied it wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. DK Metcalf last week got carted to the locker room, and it's because he said the clenched butt wouldn't have worked. He admitted the situation. Oh. So guess who is in line for some Pampers money? Ooh, get that Ooh. money. I mean, come on, guys. There's a whole list of companies. Bidet companies need to be going to DK. With some Cottonelle. Yes. yes. All right, all right. So DK stands for dump catchers. Oh, <laughs> they can do their own. The DKTP. Yeah, yeah. D- some some DK wipes. Fuck yeah, yes. DK wipes. DK yeah. wipes. Just he's got a whole new income yeah. flow he Get can hit money, up maybe. on this one. Get that money. Um, I. All that being said, I do think New Orleans defense is good enough to win this. Uh, Seattle's defense hasn't done a whole lot to really impress me this year. Uh, I say New Orleans. I don't think it'll be a blowout by any means, but I could see this being a. Uh, 27 to 17, 24 to 17. Yeah, I think the New Orleans D has just the right mixture of good secondary and a good enough front nice. to shut down a high-powered offense. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking that uh, uh, I'm banking on Kamara not being there, even though he is on my fantasy team and I really like some good points. Well, if he is there, he'll, he could wreck shop against right. Seattle. But I'm going to take, take Seattle because if they're missing, not, not that uh, – you know, you've got a, a monster. Winston has is, is been a fine quarterback, but, you know, forget, you got the Red Rocket there. Uh, not Red Rocket. Um, Red Rifle. Red Rifle. Red Rifle. Sorry. That's Andy but, Dalton, for those of you that yeah, don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I always call him that, too. It's yes, okay. <laughs> I, got, I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I think that's really you – know, it's, it's that the Saints aren't going to put up points, and Seattle's going to put up just enough to eke out an ugly, like, 17-14 win. I'm going – New Orleans, but this is going to be a perfect I fell asleep on the couch for 30 minutes <laughs> like, kind of game. Wake you know? up at the end of the fourth? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't miss much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Miami travels to Jersey to take on the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson looked okay in his first start of the season. He only completed 50% of his passes, but they won. Uh, he has some interesting weapons to get the ball to. Brees Hall had a nice little, yeah. little yeah. game. Uh, Miami is more of the question here because I still like their defense a lot. I love all the wideouts. Uh, their running game is hot garbage. <laughs> but I think Teddy Bridgewater is looking forward to throwing to these guys. Um, and in case you don't know, Tua is out this week. They have already said yeah. it. He and is not playing. Bridgewater's going to have a full week of practice with the with the squad. Yes. That can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And I actually saw it. There's a little clip I saw on TikTok of uh, 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 Tyreek Hill. And the, the, the one of the reporters asked him, like, do you just feel like you could have a big game with anyone? And he goes, I could get 100 yards with you at quarterback. <laughs> oh. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I think he proves it this week. I think Miami wins this probably, probably a pretty good score. I'm going to say 24-10 over the Jets. I got I got nothing to say against that, really. Um, Jets have some, some interesting pieces, finally, after all this time, but... Even even with two out, Miami, it just looks way, way better. I, I'm going to say the Jets jump out to an early lead, and then Miami comes right back mm. and says, no, 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 no. Closer than it should be, but 
still Miami. I agree. It'll be seven nothing early lead, and then Miami will be like, oh, "Okay, fuck you." So, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like twenty four seven. After that, we have Atlanta going to Tampa Bay. Uh, Marcus Mariota, quarterback for Atlanta, had eighty eight passing yards last week. Uh, Tampa Bay, they offensively did produce. They got embarrassed defensively, and I think it's the worst possible thing that could have happened to Atlanta. I think Tampa Bay rolls in this Same. one. Same. It's. I don't even know what else to say. I think this is at least. I say it's a double digit win for Tampa. Yeah, I don't see Atlanta just going. Oh, major comeback over last week. We're going to yeah. change everything and. The, no. the best that can happen is that <coughs> when Jacksonville gets not Jacksonville. Tampa Bay gets ahead enough that you can finally see Atlanta just like, you know, maybe we start getting a little crazy out here. Maybe get Kyle Pitts involved in some offenses that are just blocking. He's a good blocker, but, man, that, 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 that kid is, is so talented. That is not the build he has at tight end either. Like, <laughs> this guy is a wide out in a tight end body. He is fast. He has great hands. Why in the name of God are you using him as a blocker? I just have a little fun. You're, you're getting behind. Not that you don't play to win, but... Figure out how to win later in the season and take the time right now. And, and yeah. listen, Tampa Bay will not take the foot off the gas if they're doing well. That is not Tom mm-hmm. Brady's MO. No, he no, will no. continue to punish you as much as he can. I will say, I question if it gets bad, do we finally see Desmond Ritter come in at quarterback for Atlanta so they can see at least what they have a little bit and give them some game time? I'm going to say not yet. Cause okay. Because you, you got to have, like, Mario's got to have at least back to back shit performances, at least. Okay. Because when he's on, he's pretty on. Keep this in is, mind, Atlanta doesn't have Cordero Patterson right now. He's on the IR for at least four weeks. I would I would argue that it's a bigger problem for the coaching staff than it is Marcus Mariota. Oh, absolutely. Mariota's yeah. been performing up better than expected most of the time. I think it's a coaching problem, really. So you know, to, to, you know, like what what's that what's that new rookie QB going to do with zero experience? Uh, I Good point, but I, I also think that it'd be kind of fun to see if Drake London can do a little more in this game. He's been an interesting rookie whiteout also. Yep. He's stuck on a bad team, but he's still producing. Showing some good flashes. Yep. yep. So I think between him and Kyle Pitts, the man they have got to start throwing the ball to, I think they have, like at least right there, a couple very interesting offensive pieces moving forward, but it ain't going to matter in this game. No. Barring something crazy, Tampa Bay, yep. easily. Um, Tennessee goes to Washington to take on the Commies. Um, I don't even want to talk about this a whole lot. I say King Henry reigns. That's the end of my discussion on this. I don't see Washington. Maybe they'll have some garbage time where Carson Wentz throws the ball to Curtis Samuel and uh, T.J. McLaurin, but their, uh, their rookie wideout, Shahan Dotson, is not playing this week. Yep. Their running game sucks. I, I say King Henry runs it so hard against Washington that Carson Wentz feels like he's getting sacked every time the defense is on the field. And keep in mind, I don't, I, I haven't had a chance to really look into Tennessee's pass rush. Washington cannot pass block to save their right life. Now. And even if they don't do very well at the pass rush, Carson Wentz will hold on to the ball so long, they'll still pick up three to four sacks. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't see anything but a Tennessee win here. I, I see, I have Tennessee winning. My biggest concern is that Tennessee plays down, and then they've got to scramble to because it's too close of a game. And then it isn't until Oof. second half that Derrick Henry starts to see me like, fuck y'all guys, climb on, I'm going to run for 100 yards in the second half. So. Yeah. Also, interesting little note is that Tennessee's star uh, rookie wideout, uh, Tyquan Taylor, he's out this week also. Right. So, 
Uh, I would see Robert Woods getting some passes, and I yeah, see Derrick yeah. Henry dominating. Yeah. Uh, next game, Houston travels to Jacksonville. I'm not sure there's a team with less talent that plays harder than Houston does. They gave the Chargers everything they could handle last week. But uh, Jacksonville, I think, is going to be salty, not real happy after that loss last week, and I, I foresee bad things for Houston in this one. If you got Trevor Lawrence, start him. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. I, I like what you said about Houston. Like, they are like the bad news bears of the NFL this season. This yep. ragtag yep. bunch of people that – and a uh, uh, coach. Lovey uh, Smith. Lovey Smith. Like, he finds a way. Mm-hmm. Not he to does. win all the time, but to do better than you would expect. That team you shows know? up. They're going to play this full 60 minutes. Yep. You will know yep. you've been in a football mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing to build on. Yep. Yeah. And Damian Pierce. Yeah. Had a, yeah. He's having a yeah. very nice rookie year. But Jacksonville can rush the passer also. And so, General Mills, I'm not sure. Yeah. He's not the quarterback like, of the future. If he needs to <laughs> fall for a first down, he should just tape the helmet, the ball <laughs> to the top of his helmet because his four-foot-long neck will help him get a first down. He, but He, he came, out of, came out of nowhere last year, and we were all, we were all surprised by what he did. Yeah. It's worn off a little bit. Is it? Are you seeing the tape? Now everyone knows what he does a little bit better. Maybe. Or is it just that, that raw energy has kind of gone away and now you're trying to settle into this routine and, and whatever that spark was gone away, who the hell knows, sophomore slump. But uh, he's not what he was last year. But he's still doing fine. Doing fine. Absolutely. Okay. If the if San Fran loses to Carolina. The first of the 4 o'clock oh. game, San Francisco-Carolina. Oh. Uh, once again, uh, yes, it's a road team traveling but I, or, that I'm taking, but I don't see how San Francisco loses this game to Carolina. Baker Mayfield has looked, to say pedestrian, would be very kind. Uh, Christian McCaffrey finally getting more involved in the passing game. They're figuring that out. They're throwing the ball to DJ Moore finally, figuring that yeah, out. Yeah. But Matt Rule, as far as I can tell, should have stayed as a college coach. He does not have what it takes He'll be going to be back in the soon. NFL. Yeah. Um, so I see San Francisco winning this one handily. I, I Jimmy G, I think, I think George Kittle finally gets involved. They, they have to. What the, why are they? He just blocking also another like one of the best type. If you have him for fantasy, how pissed have you, are you right now? Oh, Pretty pissed, oh, yeah. but at the same time, he loves blocking. I know, yeah. but plus he's good last it, week they didn't need him to be catching yeah, a lot. True, they true. crushed the Rams. True. So why put him out yeah, for some chance yeah, for injury in a yeah, game that doesn't matter? Which unfortunately yeah. means this week he probably won't do a lot either. Do you guys think Jimmy G is underappreciated? I think he's perfectly appreciated. Okay. I think he's slightly underappreciated. Slightly. I think he's as underappreciated as as far back as he could step with his heel. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was on a twenty five million dollar contract and was not living up to those numbers last year or the year before. Hmm. I mean, he and then they went and then the they, playoffs every year. Right. Fair. Because of him. Not in spite of him. I, so I think they're lucky to have him. I think they do appreciate, and they offered him a very fair deal for a backup. Like he's making a lot of money now. He's every, yeah. two hundred fifty grand every start, an extra fifty grand for every win. I say he makes three hundred thousand this week. I think. I, think <laughs> I actually think. I actually think a win is is uh, no, no. It's a win plus how many yards, right? <sighs> Something. If he yeah, yeah, yeah. if he plays at least a quarter of the game, he gets a quarter million yeah. bonus. If they win, he gets an extra fifty. Grand. But there's but there's another fifty grand that's very achievable just in playing a full game. If you play a full game, like whatever kind of yards you get, like a lot of times when he gets a win, he's making three hundred fifty k. I see him. Yeah. I'd just be dumping off to Debo constantly, yeah. like go yeah. get me another fifty. Yeah. 
so true. But yeah, San Francisco, handily, it's yeah. not going to be fun. Yeah. It's not going to be close. Oh, it's going to be fun if you're a 49er fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Dallas travels to L.A. Uh, boy, for all my buddies that are Dallas fans, uh, enjoy this game because I think you're going to do quite well. Uh, the offense, Dak's not back yet this week. Doesn't have quite the grip strength to the ball. Cooper Rush has been just fine. Uh, I, I think any talk of a quarterback controversy is not understanding quite. I think Dak is quite a bit better than Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush has been playing very well mm-hmm. for them this past mm-hmm. couple mm-hmm. weeks. He's a great backup he's, for him. He's keeping the ship ship on course. Yes. But he's not steering the ship. There's a difference. Yes. Uh, but their defense is what stands out to me here. Uh, Micah Parsons, I think, is going to have a field day against that offensive line. And because of that, I, I could I could see um, uh, defensive back for them. Uh, Micah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Diggs. Yes. I, I could see Diggs getting a couple picks because he's going to be looking for it. <laughs> Micah Parsons bringing the heat. Stafford's yeah. going to have to get rid yeah. of him fast. Um, I see Dallas winning this one by about 10. I, the Rams Ooh. have a lot going wrong with them right now, and I don't know how they write the ship I, with the offensive line playing the way it is. I think this is, uh, this is where the Rams at home – they want to go, you know, deep all the time. I think they need to start figuring out how to get that running game going, and be able to mix it up. Dallas's defense is really, really good, but I think that the Rams' defense holds them off and uh, eke the Rams eke out a minor score. Win. We, we are still waiting for Aaron Donald to have an Aaron Donald game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we have discussed how Dallas's offensive line has issues. They haven't been a yeah. glaring spot for them, but they're still not. And if Miller and Donald can get their shit together and have that real good attack, oh. Just see see the red of uh, Cooper Rush's hair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> charge like bull. Oh, there you mm. go. I'm saying it's a 13-10 game, and the winner is whoever has the ball last. Yeah, I, and and it and it's a, it's a crying shame because the Rams, at the start of the season, you would say, "Fucking watch out, Dallas." This was a you're gonna go home crying, but nah. I mean, yeah, on paper, this is like an amazing Dallas defense mm-hmm. against an amazing Rams offense, and it's not gonna be like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm also going to go with Brian, whoever has the ball last, but I think it's going to be the opposite. Whoever has the ball last, it's going to blow up in their face. Oh, oh, and then, nice. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm going with. Man, just that, that yeah. Bill sensibility over there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We got a Always looking for disaster at the <laughs> end. Mm-hmm. All right. So Philadelphia travels to Arizona. Uh, Battle of the birds here. Um, Arizona can't run the ball. And... Their passing game has had a lot of issues thus far this season. Uh, Hollywood Browns had some good games. Zach Ertz has been playing pretty well. Kyler Murray can only do so much. They definitely need DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins back, but the the running game has been nothing for them. And sorry, boys, you're about to run into a defense that can stop the run. Mm-hmm. So yeah. watch out. I realize Kyler Murray's ability to escape will not. You won't see Philadelphia getting the nine sacks like that against Washington. No, no. But I think that defense is plenty good. Arizona's defense has not been. No. I think Jalen Hurts and company are going to wreck shop in Arizona this weekend. Yep. All right, you're you're going to watch the same style quarterbacks on opposite ends of the field, one on a good team and one on a shit team, and you're going to go. The parallels between the two are so crazy, but look at how much support those O lines offer. Yeah. And it's such yes. a different thing. Yeah, Jason Spend Kelsey, your money on them. Jason Kelsey is a very good center. Yeah, it's going to be rough for Arizona. I will say, I think. Better days are coming for Arizona. When DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I think it gives that offense a much-needed boost. But that's not this week. Yep, and so, I don't know if that'll be enough even. 
Even with even if he was back, I would still go Philadelphia. So. Um, no. So, quick fun fact: one of our viewers, JD, is actually flying to Phoenix. Oh, nice. To watch this game this nice. weekend. So, just for his sake, I'm I'm picking Philadelphia. Even if he wasn't going out there, I'd still. I have no faith in Arizona, so I'm still going Philly. Okay. Bengals and the Ravens, uh, divisional matchup here Sunday night, uh, which we will be covering Sunday night on Twitch, 8 o'clock, half the distance live. Um, Going to be interesting. Cincinnati seemed to get a few things back in shape last week against the Dolphins. Uh, Baltimore looked like they were playing gangbusters. It was, it was in rainy, kind of crap weather against the Bills. Uh, kind of fell apart for him in the second half. Not kind of. It did fall apart for him in the second half. Um, if this is good weather, I think this could be a really fun game to watch. Yeah, nice shootout. Yeah. I, I think it because it's not like Baltimore's defense is fantastic. Huh? Cincinnati's you defense know? has actually looked pretty good Cincinnati's this year, defense, too. Right, right. Cincinnati's O-line is just atrocious. And, you know, with all the weapons on the field that you know Joe Burrow should be able to throw to, He's got no time, and he's always scrambling, and, yep. and it throws the, the plan out the window. Home alone. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> he does look a lot like like a grown-up Kevin McAllister. <laughs> you give him some micro-machines, and he will fucking destroy oh, yeah. the world. He doesn't need an O-line. He needs micro-machines right. and paint cans. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think because of that, you know, it, it's going to be a lot more interesting. I think that Baltimore overall has a really put-together offense in Scary, and that's going to be who wins it. Baltimore is going to... Uh, is going to finally put up another, like, five-touchdown game that they've kind of been slow on that the past two weeks? No, oh, maybe just oh, one just week. last week. Just yeah. last week, yeah. Since he does have a pretty decent secondary, but their their defensive line can't contain mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. So right. it doesn't matter how good your secondary is right. if he can fucking do whatever he wants to do in the backfield, yeah. you right. know? True. Right. Yeah, I, I, I actually... Oh, God, I want this to be a shootout so bad. I, I do see... The uh, uh, I see the Ravens winning this one. I think it'll be kind of close, though. I I am hoping for say a thirty-five to thirty-one. Oh, it's what I great. really really want to see on Sunday night. I'm, it's, it seems like it's either been a eleven to a ten, or someone's getting beat by fourteen. I'd love to see a great close game this Sunday, and so that's what I'm really hoping for. Baltimore by four. I'm going thirty twenty, and I think Mark Andrews, as always, has a big game for Baltimore. So. Yeah, entirely possible. Yes. And then Monday night, uh, Las Vegas traveling to Kansas City. Oof. Oof. Well. Vegas does love to. They love playing Kansas City in the last few years. Yep. There's been a lot of games where they play them really close. Mm Mm-hmm. And they get that one win, so they get that monkey off their back. So yep. that always helps playing. Yeah, Josh McDaniels' first win since like November <laughs> of uh, two thousand, like what ten? I didn't realize he hadn't been coaching for that long. <laughs> I had been a head coach for head that coach, long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing there. Um, I still don't care. Kansas City wins this game. <laughs> yeah. I, Kansas City. Yeah. I I want to see Kansas City. You know, you know, getting close to that fifty point mark. But I want to see Vegas get close to thirty point. I want to see. I want to see them start putting that offense together. You know, uh, big, big scores up there. But Casey's never really in trouble. Mike, like Mike Evans, had a good week last week, so I can't see Devontae Adams having a huge week mm-hmm. for the Raiders this week. It's possible, um, yeah. but I, I don't think it's enough. I think Kansas City rolls. I think yeah. the, the ghost yeah. of David Carr plays for the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, sometimes the older brother there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. <laughs> but yeah, I see Mahomes and the Chiefs offense having their way with Vegas. Yep. Vegas' defense has been bad. Yep. Give me the same, but come on, Vegas. That's how I feel. Really? Yeah. Right. Is that because you don't like Kansas City or just. No, just a little bit of an upset. All right, fair enough. Upsets are fun. They are. Uh, so, that is our show for this week. Um, as I pointed out a little early in it, um, Sunday night we will be doing our Twitch stream show at 8 o'clock Sunday evening we start. It's under half this is live on Twitch. We'll be covering the Bengals and Ravens game. Also, uh, follow us for more recipe ideas. Clearly, we've got some great ones, mm. you know? Mm. Absolutely. Like, my God, if you just want something that will just make you wallow in your own self-pity. Yeah, yeah. All right, that, that fat boy cereal will do it. It'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's nice is then the next day you have Shane for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that is our podcast for this week. As always, I'm Matty Fax, joined by Scotty Stats, Brian the Professor, and Pepe Lepiducer. Uh Thanks for checking it out. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give us a like and a follow. Appreciate it. We'll see you next this Sunday. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, give us a like. Give it a follow. We're also available on multiple uh, social media outlets. We have TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter account that we probably never use. It's all under Half the Distance Live. Also, every Sunday night during the football season at Half the Distance Live, we stream ourselves on Twitch, making fun of everything we can, taking shots of whiskey, drinking beers, smoking cigars, and generally just having a good time making fun of Joe Buck. Come check it out.